Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Pandemic power play. The authority of the president of the United States having to do with the subject we're talking about is total. Optimism in the U.S. epicenter. This week has looked much better than last week. Death and destruction in the South. Just got to keep surviving, keep striving, come together. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. A thousand deaths in the U.S. yesterday blamed on the coronavirus, bringing the total in this country over 23,000. President Trump at a virus briefing showed a campaign-style video to defend his administration's response to the pandemic and insisted he, not governors, will make the call to restart the nation's stalled economy. White House correspondent Paula Reed. Everything we did was right. President Trump was adamant that neither he nor his administration did anything wrong in their response to the coronavirus pandemic. And he lashed out at what he called unfair reporting. And I don't mind being criticized, but not when they're wrong. The argument is that you bought yourself some time and you didn't use it to prepare hospitals. You didn't use it to ramp up testing. It's so disgraceful the way you said it. Let, let me just... Listen, I just went over it. Nobody thought we should do it. And when I did it, we did a lot. You know you're a fake. Your whole network, the way you cover it, is fake. When somebody's the president of the United States, the authority is total. The president also insisted that he has the authority to lift stay-at-home orders issued by states. Has any governor agreed that you have the authority to decide when their state I haven't asked anybody. Because no I don't, you know why? Because I don't have to. Go ahead, please. But who told you the president has the total authority? Enough. Correspondent David Begno is in New York, where more than 10,000 have died, but there are signs of a caseload plateau. Yesterday, we told you that public health officials in New York City are telling medical providers to only test people who are hospitalized with COVID symptoms because the swabs that they use to perform the tests are running low. We called the only U.S. manufacturer for those swabs Puritan Medical Products. You have two shifts working 10 hours each. That's 20 hours a day, six days a week. Is that enough? No. You have to respect your employees. I'm losing control. I'm I'm getting everything done at the wire. Pat Marmo is struggling to meet the demand. He's a funeral director who owns six funeral homes in New York City. My phone is ringing probably like twice a minute. He calls himself one of the last responders. 
We're moving an average of anywhere between 30 and 40 cases a day. In Southern California, CBS's Carter Evans has more on the work being done to test the blood of people who've recovered from the coronavirus. The Los Angeles County Health Department is now randomly testing 1,000 people for antibodies, which are produced in our blood to fight infections. Dr. Niraj Sood is heading up the study. That will tell us what is the trajectory of this epidemic look like. That could determine when it's safe for Americans to return to work, says Stanford University's Dr. Lloyd Minor. The hope is that the information from the antibody tests and other information will enable policymakers to make informed decisions. So far, more than 70 companies want to sell antibody test kits with very little FDA oversight. Some are already available online. Presently, the ones on the market are not very accurate. That's a huge problem, says CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus. If I do a test to say, hey, you're immune and you're not immune, you can spread it to somebody who may be very vulnerable. U.S. Customs says it has started to lower the detainee population because of the pandemic. More than 70 detainees in 12 states have tested positive. Advocates for them say they don't have enough protective gear or space to maintain social distancing. Overseas now, China reported more than 100 new virus cases yesterday, the highest number in six weeks. Asia correspondent Ramey Inocencio. An uptick in infection numbers is now being reported across Asia. And now a new worry, viral reactivation. More than 100 people who recovered in South Korea have tested positive again. In terms of a second surge, are you nervous right now? I am nervous. Dr. Jerome Kim is an epidemiologist based in Seoul. What I hope is that what we see instead are little blips. So it's like putting out a fire. You know that there are going to be embers that are glowing or smoking. You want to stamp those out before the fire starts again. At least 33 deaths in several southern states are blamed on the tornadoes that roared through Sunday and Monday. Here's CBS's Jesse Mitchell. The spring storms were unrelenting in their march across the region, literally uprooting some communities here in South Carolina. All I heard was a crack. The house shook really badly. Ten-year-old Charity Woods was trapped by a tree that crashed into her room as she slept. Her father struggled to get her free. Right there, I don't understand how we got out of there. In Georgia, where more than 400 people have died from the coronavirus, tornadoes added to the death toll as they tore across the state, shredding through buildings like Emma and Charles Pritchett's home of several decades. It's a shamble. We can't even get in the living room. Amanda Pace says she nearly lost her mom and stepdad. Their mobile home in Chatsworth, Georgia, was destroyed by a tornado Sunday. I don't know how she made it out. Like I said, God's the only reason that she made it out alive. In a virtual online event that put Joe Biden side by side with Bernie Sanders, Sanders endorsed the former vice president just days after dropping out of the Democratic presidential race. We've got to make Trump a one-term president, and we need you in, in the White House. So I will do all that I can to see that that happens. In votes tallied yesterday, Biden won last week's Wisconsin primary. Voters who went to four polling places in Chicago during last month's Illinois primary are being told they may have been exposed to the coronavirus. A poll worker at one location got sick and later died. Jim Allen of the Board of Elections had wanted the primary delayed. We predicted that there would be fear among voters, that there would be fear, legitimate concerns among our poll workers. The mayor of Orange County, Florida, has determined the WWE, the wrestling empire, is an essential business. It means live tapings of WWE shows can resume there on a set that's closed to the public. 
The WWE says it hopes to provide a diversion for people watching at home. It seems the early grades for online schooling in this pandemic aren't so good. It's been a month in some places, and teachers are weighing in on learning from home. Education leaders across the country say millions of children are struggling. Miami public schools will extend online classes into the summer. Some students will start earlier in the fall. Lessons will be woven into next year's classes for kids in Columbia, Missouri. Researchers tell the Washington Post whenever schools return, a generation of students will be forced to play catch-up for years to come. Some experts suggest holding back more children. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The Census Bureau says it wants to delay deadlines for this year's count of U.S. residents because of the coronavirus pandemic. It proposes moving the deadline from mid-August to the end of October. All field operations are off till at least June 1st. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.